Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by the chair of Irish Writers Union, Lindsay J. Sedgwick. Hello. Hello. Hello, Louise. How are you? Very good. So we chatted a couple of months ago when the Writers Guild of America went on strike. It is still on strike and now the actors have joined in. Tell us, though, what was the initial reason for the strike? Well, the initial the initial reason for both strikes is actually two of the similar things. They're both to do with AI and they're to do with residuals and payments for work that goes on stream. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what I've heard, I mean, the writers strike strike have been on strike for two months now, which is causing huge amount of hardships apparently in Hollywood, which is probably a very expensive place to live in terms mm-hmm. of people losing. I've heard of people losing homes already and selling all their goods or whatever, but. Um, they, it was it was because they were worried about uh, AI, the use of AI. They wanted transparency in the use of AI. Um, in terms of streamers, were starting to do writers' rooms before projects were greenlit, which meant that you could be working for months on minimal, the minimal pay for a show that never got made. Whereas usually a writer would be commissioned to write the pilot, and the pilot would be made, and that mm-hmm. generates work for everybody. But it also gives you, the, in, in America, as if it's your own script, you get involved in the production of it. So you, you, you can rise up through the ranks till you're executive producing or show running your own show. So there's a career there. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're not get, getting that, you, there's, there's no there's nowhere to, nowhere to go. There's yeah. nowhere to make anything out of it. Um, but the but for the actors now, they've they went start a strike on uh, Friday. So there's 160,000 of those joining now the 11,000 writers. And it's the first and, time that it's happened in over 60 years that the both were on strike at the one time. True, 1960 was the last time they were both on strike. And they're both, the issues are the same. They want to prevent AI replacing them in their jobs mm-hmm. and they want better pay for working on shows on streamers for streamers. But the reason why it has all been able to go on so long if you, it, in some ways, I know the first writer's strike, the, the last writer's strike went on for 100 days. But this one, I think they're really trying to break the union because they have the, the, the whole the whole um, the streamers have so much, so many good shows they have in their bank that they can just keep reshowing that they can build audiences for. So they don't have the same reliance on new material as in the past pre-streamers, yeah. possibly. I mean, for example, the quarterly the quarterly earnings for Apple, the last ones I came across were twenty point nine billion. Wow. For one. Uh, Warner Brothers fifty percent increase, fifty percent, fifty million in profit. Uh, Paramount they went their subscriptions for their their streamer went up fifty percent. They seem to forget though that that they can only make a profit. They're making a profit on shows and movies that writers and actors have brought to them, mm-hmm. have made for them. Mm-hmm. So, like um, they can't say and, that the money isn't there to be able to spread it out a little better amongst the people who are actually making and creating these programs for you invest in the creatives mm. to pay for doing adequate pay for creative work that's what the bottom line is i mean with the actors they're worried that there's this talk of um the producers using pay, paying after background actors for a day so that they can scan them and then use those scanned i suppose avatars if you like yeah however wow. they like in whatever show they want to put them in without having to either pay again or ask permission so you could suddenly see yourself popping up in a horror movie that you didn't sign up for really. It had been made. Um, so it's. I mean, there's another another statistic was uh, the CEO of Paramount I came across in 2021. Guess what his earnings were? 
This is one man. Quite a bit, I'd imagine. 246.6 million. Wow. I mean, it's like the the top people are getting so much money. Mm -hmm. But the people creating the work that actually gives them a living are being squeezed more and more, trying to get more out of them, less time, um, less money. So... It's a shame uh, what, that yeah, it's a shame that it's kind of come down to this. It sounds like they were in negotiations and they kind of fell apart, and that's kind of what has landed them where they are now. What do you yeah, think well, is going to happen? Well, I think they just don't want to give any of the ground that they have. If they know they're making money, they don't want to give any mm-hmm. any any of that up. I suppose it's a basic capitalist model: you keep money makes money. Mm-hmm. Um, the well, the expectation now is that almost every major Hollywood production is going to stop. Wow. Because there aren't people to do. There are very, very few wholly independent companies who will continue to work with it. Very, very few um, actors are not going to be promoting or doing voiceovers or signing any agreements for future work. So, I mean, that creates a, a problem further down the line. Yeah. But I mean, it also means yeah. that the, the writers aren't going to get that work. The, the yeah. material is not going to be produced. How, how do you survive as a creative if what you produce is is no longer funded? Is no longer wanted? For a period of time, or you can no longer do. Um, what they say now is that possibly that these large companies will start looking to invest in international films. Mm-hmm. Presumably, would lead to a level of contact because a certain amount of well-known actors, the, the the higher profile actors, would be members of the union, the screen mm-hmm. guild. Certainly, mm-hmm. like the likes of Killian Murphy, I know is. Um, so do you work on these films? If you work on these films, then you probably can't work in America again once the strikes are over. Mm-hmm. So there is, I mean, somebody said this, this, the potential, if with a lot of Irish films, you'd find they would leverage budgets on the basis of having a named actor. Of course. A well, well-known yeah. actor. And a lot of these would be English, American, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, or top, uh, top high-profile uh, high Irish actors. But if they can, they can, like if they're a member of this uh, the Screen Actors Guild, they can't work on those. Or even the fact that they don't know how long the strike is going to on, they can't guarantee they can work on a film next June. So that could either affect the budgets drastically on the films, or potentially it could mean that directors and producers start looking elsewhere, looking at, at people who wouldn't be in the guild. Mm-hmm. Some opportunities to other people to yeah. to get work. But then there's the solidarity solidarity thing. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody really wants to break. Absolutely. Are you going to take a job from somebody you knew had one or it, it it does make things very complicated for people. It also creates that knock on effect you were talking about as well, that like with everything stopped, it is going to eventually have to, I suppose, get moving again. And when it does, it's going to be a lot to kind of iron out then. How yeah, is it and going to affect in, the Irish? I was going to say like in, in the equity, the actors union, here and in our here and in the UK, the strike isn't lawful under UK law, so they can't tell their members not to, okay. to strike or not to not to be involved. But they are in solidarity with mm-hmm. the strike, which then leaves the difficult choice up to the actors. But like Game of Thrones, the prequel, House of Dragons is still going on in Britain because Britain is okay. Okay, so under E under, under UK law, the strike isn't valid there. So therefore, whoever's involved in that production. Okay. Similarly with Sharon Hogan's, I think it's Apple, mm-hmm. her show, the second uh, series of Bad Sisters, that went ahead or is going ahead because it's not being filmed in America. It's a it's a subsidiary of, of Apple. Okay. Well, you, you... 
is it Irish? I don't, I don't actually know if it's Irish or UK. But it um, does just make things complicated for people, which is kind of a shame. Do we see it, I suppose, getting a resolution coming to an end soon? I don't know, because I think the streamers have just become so powerful. Mm. Those major organisations are so powerful. And I mean, if you think back to our lockout in 2013, if you can break a union, you can you, you can control the industry, you can do what you like. Mm-hmm. And if if they have sufficient shows within the repertoire, which people will come back to, I mean, we're always rediscovering old shows and, and once you've missed, there's so much material mm-hmm. out there. How long can they hold on? That's re- is really the question. Yeah, it's kind of a shame that's gone on for this long, but hopefully I won't be chatting to you again about it, but um, we'll see how, how it goes. Lindsay J. Sedgwick, thank you so much for chatting to us. No, oh, thank you, Louise.